This is the CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report. We bring you daily updates on the policy news you need to know from CQ Roll Call's reporters in Washington. I'm Jason Dick. Today is Thursday, August 27th, 2020. Political convention season wraps up tonight in dramatic fashion. The pandemic has forced much of the nominating confabs into the virtual world, but that has not stopped President Donald Trump from gathering up to 2,000 people at the White House South Lawn, where he will accept the Republican nomination. He is expected to address, in some way, in between attacks on his Democratic rival Joe Biden, his administration's response to the pandemic. This is all playing out amid increasingly grim news of the virus's toll. Another one million people filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week, the government reported today, and the death toll from COVID-19 has topped more than 180,000, according to Johns Hopkins University. Congressional Democrats and the White House took a stab at reestablishing communication over another relief package, although it was just a phone call. And apparently, it didn't go well. CQ Roll Call senior writer David Lerman has more. After several weeks of no negotiations on a new coronavirus aid package, there was an effort made today to resume the, the talks, but it didn't go well. And things got off to a poor start even before the talk began uh, because (laughs) Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the California Democrat, used her weekly news conference to openly mock the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. She appeared to forget what his name was and asked reporters for help in remembering it. Uh, It was an awkward and and, uh, quite a dig at Meadows, who is, after all, Chief of Staff to President Trump and uh, signaled the frustration that Pelosi has in the status of these aid talks that have really gotten nowhere ever since House Democrats first passed uh, their $3.4 trillion package in May, which Senate Republicans have dismissed as a liberal wish list. You might remember Senate Republicans last month came back with a package of about $1 trillion. Pelosi's told Republicans, well, you've got to come up by a trillion dollars to even begin talks. And that was her message today, too. She seemed to set a new, um, a new, a new red line here, saying Republicans would have to provide at least $2.2 trillion before talks could even begin. Now, there's no indication, we haven't heard from the White House yet today after this call, but there's no indication that Republicans are prepared to do that. They've been trying to keep the package to about $1 trillion. So uh, things are basically still at a standstill. There's some speculation that there really won't be any deal made until Congress returns to town next month, when they'll also have to pass a stopgap funding measure to prevent a government shutdown. We'll see. Talks could always kick up in the meantime during this congressional recess. But as of today, things look quite bleak. Now staff writer Emily Kopp has this update about the race to develop a vaccine, which might have some political implications for the 2020 elections. The Food and Drug Administration will hold a public meeting with outside experts on COVID-19 vaccines on October 22nd, less than two weeks before Election Day. That could be good news for vaccination experts and lawmakers who have pushed for a public committee hearing to establish trust in the process should the U.S. discover and approve an effective COVID-19 vaccine. It's called the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, or VERB PAC. 
A public verb pack meeting is typical when the FDA is weighing the approval of a vaccine. But there were some concerns the committee would be sidelined in the name of making a vaccine available at warp speed. What's not clear from the meeting's description, though, is whether the committee and the public will get a look at clinical trial results, indicating whether the vaccine candidates are safe and effective. The meeting states that the committee won't consider any specific applications for approval from drug makers, stirring concerns about a lack of transparency. The American people have poured billions of dollars into these potential vaccines. When asked to clarify, a spokesperson for the FDA pointed to some tweets by FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn yesterday. Hahn said that the committee's discussions would include, quote, the data we have been asked to evaluate, unquote. I asked the FDA spokesperson to confirm that would be true of October's meeting, but didn't get a reply. Meanwhile, worries are rampant that the FDA could be undermined by Trump and there could be an October surprise in the form of an authorized vaccine. Just this week, Trump tweeted a conspiracy theory that the FDA is part of the deep state bent on undermining his reelection. And CDC this week updated its guidance to no longer recommend tests after large gatherings or contact with an infected person, reportedly because of pressure from the White House. Political interference at FDA could undermine people's faith in vaccines for a long time, some experts worry. That's going to do it for us tonight. For the CQ Roll Call Newsroom, I'm Jason Dick.